0: Hey everyone, Matthew Cook, founder and CEO of GTC Golf Academy, and host of the Lower Golf Scores podcast. I am a PGA teaching professional, I'm a published author and speaker, and I'm also a member of the Professional Golfers Association of Great Britain. This podcast has one very clear and simple goal, and that is to help you lower your golf scores. Let's get into it. Hey folks, Matthew Cook here, founder and CEO of GTC Golf Academy and host of the Lower Golf Scores podcast. This is episode 9 and I am going to be talking a little bit about the short game and more in particular fat shots when hitting chips around the green. Or even small pitch shots as well. But the the theme is is hitting the ball fat and hitting fat shots. And it was again pulled from the, the large 35,000 people list of golfers on a, on a forum who shared with me what they focus on when they are around the greens and playing chip shots and small pitch shots. And I asked them, when it comes to short game and chipping and pitching, what do you focus on? And there was a lot of feedback coming from people saying that they focus on trying not to hit a fat shot, because that's typically what their bad shot is. So I wanted to just give some insight on that, a couple of little tips. And um, one, if you focus on not doing something, then you're going to most likely end up doing it more. Um, As a friend of mine once told me, you... Uh, our brains how our how we are wired as human beings and our brains we don't process negatives so when you say don't do this don't do this don't do this what you're really saying to yourself is do this do this do this so you know a, a lot of golfers have experienced situations where there's been water down the left or out of bounds right and it's oh don't hit this right and what do you end up doing more times than not you end up hitting it right uh, so when you're telling yourself, don't fight, don't fat it, you're just more likely to fat it. So that's the first thing. Get, get that out of your mind and start focusing on uh, something that a very good golfer would do. And I learned this when I was growing up, when I was trying to qualify for professional events, which I struggled with. Um, you can l- learn more about that struggle in my, basically my backstory. But I, I struggled qu- uh, qualifying for professional events and... Um, Basically, what I learned through rather just after I couldn't continue trying to qualify for professional events was that you should focus more on what you want to happen, focus on what you want the ball to do, focus on where you want the ball to land, where you want it to fly, how you want it to fly there, focus on what you want it to feel like. So, basically, you're changing your whole mindset to become more what do I want to happen, what is my intention with this shot from feeling, thoughts, um, everything just across the board, be being very much more intentional about the shot. And I would suggest that you focus on what a lot of good golfers do, which is where the ball is going to land. And um, from there, that'll help you sort of figure out, all right, what club do I need to hit in order for the ball to land there and roll to the end result which hopefully is the fly going in the hole so um, i learned a, a really cool concept we working as a trainee for david ledbetter golf academies uh, back in the uk where i'm originally from and we learned this concept called um well actually i don't know exactly what it was called anymore but they used this this concept um a plus b equals c so the golf ball is always A, and the flag is always C. So you gotta learn how to get from A to B. And if you learn, if you get really good at getting from A to B, C takes care of itself. So that really gives you a, a strategy for all of your chipping and short game shots to be like, okay, what well you identify the slopes, the green, um, And the undulations all around the green, uh, how the uh, the whether it's soft or hard, whether you you have to fly the ball over something or not, all of the different situations can go under this umbrella because if you just you first you're trying to figure out where B is, and then once you've figured that out, you've got to then in line with that. Have an idea of the club you're going to use to get from A to B in order for C to take care of itself. So it's I found it a really useful um, idea for my short game and the development of it. You're not always going to use this, but it's a great starting point. I use it with a lot of my golfers now. A lot of the junior golfers, uh, just as a framework to be like, okay. Let's let's learn how to use different clubs and start to build an imagination of different types of shots. Let's not just have one shot. If you've only got one or two shots around the green, then you're going to struggle, especially when you go to different golf clubs. You're going to struggle to, one, shoot lower scores, which is what this whole podcast is about. And Two, you're going to struggle to be consistent when you go and play different golf courses because you've only got one or two shots in the bag. So if you can... Use this framework, you'll start to learn and develop the ability to execute different shots with different clubs. And although in the moment at that time, if it's um, the first time you've ever played that shot or you've not played it that many times, it's good. That's a good thing because that way, over time, you'll have played every different type of shot around the greens and eventually you've played them so many times that you you start to become good at them. You um, you don't want to be the person that only knows one shot. And I know there's a there's this sort of statement that I've heard, and in most contexts, it's it's pretty accurate. And I am gonna say it and then sort of rephrase it or not rephrase it, but re reframe it to suit to suit this topic. Right, fear the man who does ten thousand things once. Don't fear the man who does 10,000 different things once. Let me just check, did I say that correctly? Fear the man who does one thing, sorry. Fear the man who does one thing 10,000 times, not the man who does 10,000 different things once. So, if you practice how I'm suggesting with this framework, you're gonna, uh, in the beginning, be the person that's doing 10,000 different things. But eventually... You keep doing this. Eventually, you'll start playing similar shots over and over and over again, and then you'll be the person that's played ten, you've that played every situation ten thousand times. So you'll be good at it. But it that's the thing. the The key word in there is time. It takes time to become good and become an expert at this. So, um, let's get let's get back to it. Sh- uh, hitting fat shots. One, uh, I just want to let golfers be aware that you've got to focus on what you want to happen, not what you don't want to happen. Two, one of them things that you can focus on is is sort of that strategy, that framework that I just gave you, A plus B equals C. And then from a technical perspective, what I see most of the time is is one of two things. Golfers either putting the ball too far, um, sorry, golfers having the ball in a pretty good setup position, the setup, stance, posture, ball position, all of them basic things are are pretty solid, and then as they swing the club back, it's okay, and then coming down through the ball, they usually get this sort of jackknife um, motion where the club head overtakes the hands too quickly, Uh, the shaft leans backwards, and you get the leading edge of the club, uh, rising upwards into the sort of epicenter of the golf ball and the club bottoms out too early. So the club hits the ground before the ball sort of, sometimes you can catch it fat and then the ball like gets thinned because of that. That's just the nature of that. That that can happen. But the most common one I see, and this has come from a traditional uh, sort of methodology in teaching and, and golfers, because this prior to me doing my degree uh i don't know how many years before that but this was taught and it and it's not very helpful and you don't see like the best players in the world doing it so finally the the people who create this degree for professional golf coaching have changed but a, a while ago and still some of the golf teachers that went through that program are still under the assumption and the belief of this technique, which is put the ball back in the stance, have a lot of shaft lean, and hit down on the ball. And all that does is it takes off the bounce of the club, so the club head itself in its natural design isn't going to help you at all. Ball's too far back, so you're going to get the club to come down too steep into the uh, into the ball. And it's, you're going to sort of get like jabby, and and, and the club's going to dig rather than, uh nicely using the bounce of the club and using um the, the club's design from the grind to the bounce to the overall design of the club that using it i'm sure you've heard this phrase let the club do the work well if you have the ball too far back in your stance with a lot of lean, you you're not allowing the club to to do its work and do all the work because of how you're positioned so i like to see a pretty central or slightly forward ball position and i like golfers to have the shaft not not leaning too far forward a little shaft lean's fine or even vertical's fine for me I'm I'm okay with that and then moving the club having the club come into the ball rather shallow coming like trying to land a plane getting the club head to land uh, on the grass through the ball like a plane's landing so it's not crashing and I like to have just a little bit of shaft lean at impact and then I like golfers to just release the club nicely through the ball um, so it doesn't get stuck, and typically I've seen a lot of success that way. Um, a good exercise I'm going to give you to finish up on is uh, one that you maybe don't want to do when there's a lot of people around, <laughs> and especially the green keepers um, or the green staff, whatever you call them. Uh, definitely not the owner of the club or any of the other um, staff there, because they won't appreciate this. But I guarantee it's like the best thing ever. To have a super incredible short game in which you'll never fat the ball. Um, put some golf balls on a putting green, and try to hit some small chip shots and pitch shots off the putting green. And you obviously you're not allowed to take a divot. You're not allowed to make a mark on the green, and you can't thin it. So that w- that's an excellent exercise, excellent drill. Um, you'll be really nervous at first because you don't want to you don't want to fat, and then eventually you'll be like you don't want to thin it or fat. And you will adapt very quickly to uh, solid ball striking. And if you can do that on a putting green, all of a sudden, when you're playing around the golf, you uh, hitting, fats, hitting chip shots fat is like a thing of the past. It doesn't even come into your mind anymore. So that's all from me today. I hope that that was helpful when it comes to short game and hitting fat shots. I will be back tomorrow with another topic. Uh, have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks.